Hey neighbor, come on in and sit a spell. had a busy week it's good to be back though uh we was at pillars to the past last week i know y'all tired of hearing about it but we got that over with we enjoyed it had a wonderful time and we're going to talk about onions today onions 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 anyway back to the pedal saying we had a wonderful wonderful other it was great um, met a lot of people oh yeah man put a lot good. of faces with names yeah good to see you all i mean it's one thing we see these orders come in it's another thing we get to put the name to the face there we get to hear about people's successes and their failures and their uh, their journey growing their own food. Good stuff. And uh, we got to see a lot of old friends. And a lot of friends. It was a really good turnout, I thought. It wasn't too crowded. It wasn't too busy. There was a steady flow. It's perfect. Perfect weather. Yeah. And the thing about, I heard about Pedals to the Past a few years ago from one of my reps. And I'm going to give him one more plug and I'm going to be through this for a while. But it's a wonderful garden center. And what I like about what Jason and them do there so much is they incorporate education into what they do. They do, do a lot of outreach, schools and things like that. They've had actually put in a couple new, two new pavilions that they just do educational stuff in. One of them's open air and the other one's enclosed air conditioner for, I guess, when they have bad weather. But they really have a passion for what they do and it's not about the money and that's where our values align sometimes is we are both interested in people being successful and jason do a wonderful job of that they sell a lot of ornamental trees blueberries blackberries if you if it's horticulture you name it they deal with it and uh they do a lot of school groups and things like that so and wonderful to have them in the state of alabama a place called the Flying Peach. Peach uh, did dinner for us Friday night, and it Whoa. was off the chain. They're in Jenison. No, they're below that. They down uh, there. They're a good bit below. That. I don't know exact town they're in, but they're about an hour. They're close to that. Yeah, close they're about an hour pedals. away, I think. If you're ever in that area, yeah, eat there. the Flying awesome. Peach. I'm not easily impressed with food. I go ahead and tell you that, but I was impressed with them. Yep, they were good. So onions, it's time to plant onions, folks. Uh, if you're short day, if you're, you look at this map right here, let's show this map right here. If you see that short day zone through there, if you're in that zone and you want to grow your own onions, it is time to get them started. We're going to show you today the basics of getting them done. Easy to grow, follow the instructions, and you'll be successful. And when you try, if you've never grown onions before in your garden out in the bubs, I tell people all the time, onions are easy to grow extremely rewarding because you get to grow them with most other stuff in your garden is not growing come early springtime you got something to harvest there they store well grow your own food have your own onions basically year-round we're still eating onions from last year mm -hmm. yeah these right here are from last yep. year they have stored well mm -hmm. even the red ones what's going on in your garden in my garden we're really making some transitions i'm fixing to double down on planting onions Mm -hmm. Multiplying onions. I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, we're planting some cover crops, and uh, you know, you and I got a little trip planned in a couple of weeks, so I'm kind of holding off on that. We're gonna be gone about seven days uh, out of the country, so I'm a little hesitant to get a lot going before we leave for that. So Me too. I'm uh, kind of playing that best I can. But I'm planting things that I can plant, and depend on somebody maybe doing a little something like you know the water one time or something. I hate to leave. When I've got a lot 
to depend on somebody else to do a lot. Yeah. I don't mind them doing a little something, but I hate to depend on doing a lot. You don't like nobody tending to your I garden? I don't like nobody messing in the garden in my garden. Nope. I, I got something for you to try. Yeah. Do you know what this is? I do. What? Roselle. You can eat that leaf. Really? Yeah. Are they clean? Mm-hmm. Have they been washed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just take a bite of the leaf. <laughs> I've eaten them before. Yeah. What does it taste like? It tastes like goat weed to me. Okay. So, it tastes, if you folks that's got a little age on you and you've ever eaten goat weed. Billy goat grass. Billy goat grass. Yeah, billy goat grass. That's exactly what it tastes like. Got a little sourness to it there on the end. Okay. Oh, you cooked some. So, it's the time of the year. Everybody's saying, when's my roselle going to bloom? When is my roselle going to bloom? So, I just want to let you know that you don't have to wait for it to bloom to enjoy it. You can enjoy these leaves. I've done smoothies with them. Um, I took it around the office this morning and had people do samples, all positive except one. Deborah said it tastes like grass. <laughs> yeah. She's got a little She said from under the lawnmower. Now tell me how oh, she knows. Oh, I don't know about that one. So, um, this is, it's got rice and chicken and it's kind of like a little Asian dish. You can taste a little sourness in there, but it's good. It's got some onions and peppers, garlic. Meat, any kind of meat. Chicken that I can from the chickens out at Mama's that we processed. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything in there is ours except the rice. That is good. But don't confuse that with tasting like leafy greens dish. No, no, no. It's a more of an Asian dish. Mm-hmm. Different. Oh, I did you some Jimmy Rick cornbread. Mm. Tell them how you make this. I do actually did a video. From the other video, people asked, I want to see how you cook that. It's just water and the cornmeal ground up real fine. fine and uh, fried in some good old uh, pig lard we rendered. That's good stuff. It's good. It's a little different with the... Uh... The, the complexity of the flavor of the leaf of the roselle. I think that's actually what kicks it up. Mm -hmm. mm. So that's a pass? No, it's good. Good? Okay. I just got to talk about plant onions, but it's good. <laughs> so, use those roselle leaves. Um, I you didn't bring me anything to drink, did you? No, I didn't. I've got a video coming out on how to do this and the other things you can do with these leaves while you're patiently waiting for them to bloom. They're daylight sensitive, so they're not going to bloom till the end of September, 1st of October. All right. So we showed you the map there while ago, and we have that map on our onion growing guide. We got just about on all of our pages, our onion pages, if you scroll on down to the bottom. So if you get confused on what onion you should grow, go check that out because it's extremely important that you plant the right type of onion. To be successful growing onions, you need to grow the right type, you need to plant it at the right time, and you need to fertilize it the right way. You do, you do, you does. You do them three things and you can be successful growing them. Simple as that. So if you want to grow your own plants, we're going to go over that today. That being said, if you want to grow your own plants and you fail, don't worry. We only have plants for sale in November. We got them on pre-sale now. And these are short day varieties that you can order. We got three different ones. 
Vidora. Vidora. So Sapelo. So far. Mm -hmm. Boy, my memory had it deep back then because I've been doing some research on onions today and I, I forgot about which ones plants we were growing. All three of those varieties are being grown in the Vidalia area and all three of them are Vidalia approved varieties. For it to be a Vidalia onion, and I know you Texas people could care less what I'm fixing to tell you, but bear with us just a minute. For it to be a Vidalia onion, it has to be grown in Vidalia, Georgia, or the Vidalia region up there, and it has to be a Vidalia approved variety. And we're going today, as we talk about some of these varieties, the ones that are approved, I'm going to mention that. Now, just because it's a Vidalia onion, don't mean that's the only sweet onion out there. Texas does a good job of growing sweet onions as well. And I'm going to be honest with you, we're probably about 110 miles, 20 miles from Vidalia. And in my opinion, we grow just as sweet as onions they can. But there's a couple little tricks. I need something to drink, but I'm going to do, do without. There's a couple little tricks to fertilizing your onions, get them that way. And you can grow, if you grow a sweet type onion and you grow it and fertilize it like you should, you're going to have a sweet onion. So don't fret that much and we all love sweet onions with the exception of one we're going to talk about today all right so long day onions for you folks up north we're going to go over this real quick you want to plant them in the springtime normally about the first or mid-may probably i would say by the first of may you want to plant your long day onions they start bubbing when your day length reaches 14 to 16 hours now one thing about onions which is with a lot of plants Day length in the day is extremely important. That's what triggers a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So what triggers your onion to know when it needs starts to expand and put on that bulb is the length of day in that length of daylight in that day. Intermediate day, see on that chart if that's you there, your bulbs will start day length when day length reaches 12 to 14 hours. Now you're going to plant anywhere, and this is my opinion because I've talked to a few people. And this is what feedback I got around the 15th of Fe uh, February all the way up till the 1st of May. Because oh, you, really? you can plant. So as, they don't plant in, when we plant. Nope. They can't ever winter. You know why? Why? Because if onions get below 20 degrees, you can start getting some damage. So the only people that can overwinter onions is going to be us people that plant short day onions. So the long days can't be overwintered either? Nope, nope. and neither can intermediate day be overwintered. They have to plant in early, early spring, and then they oh. grow and harvest theirs in the uh, summertime. So it's just weird. Did they plant onions when we're already harvested, harvested ours. Yeah. All right, short day. Look here, this is the thing here. You want to plant in November, somewhere in November. Now, if you run a week behind in December or two weeks behind in December, it's okay. But ideally, you want to plant in November. Um, your bulbs will start bubbing around 10 to 12 hours of day or daylight in a day. With Which us. It's usually around February. February 28th. I can just about mark my calendar every year, and that's when it will start the bubbling process. Just overnight, you walk out there and ba-boom. They start. Now, the key to it is you want to stop fertilizing at that moment. You don't want to fertilize after that because you're going to cause problems with disease. Also, you're going to spur that top growth, and we don't want to do that. So we want to stop fertilizing at the point when the onion starts bubbling for us, February 28th every year, and then we harvest about 30 days later. Enough of that, let's talk about growing from seeds. 
All right, there's two or three different ways we can do this. You can grow them in like a small raised bed. You can grow them in an in-ground bed, or you can grow them in a tray like this right here. If you grow them in a little raised bed, you can grow a lot of onion plants in a full before. So you can direct seed them? Oh, yeah, and, uh, and grow your plants. Not direct seed them. You're growing your plants. You're going to pull them oh, and transplant them. them. I got a you little. You couldn't just thin them out and then leave them. You could, but I don't recommend that because it's so much better to grow your plants out and get the ideal spacing you want. Because it's really important on onions, on spacing, to give that bulb enough room. Because we all love to grow big onions. Mm -hmm. So if you get your onions too close together, have you ever pulled them up and they kind of attach there and they're flat on one side? That's what yeah. you get into. So spacing is so important with onions. We don't recommend direct seeding. That's the reason we want to grow our transplants and we want to tra transplant in the soil. So if you got if a little... If you plant it in the raised bed, you're going to pull all of them up. And transplant them. And replant them. Yeah, this is your onion bed. You remember like we used to talk about tobacco beds? I have to talk in tobacco language to her because she don't understand a lot of things. <laughs> you remember tobacco beds, they grew the plants out in tobacco beds and pulled them. Yeah. We're going to do onions the same way. So a bed is a little small area there so that you plant stuff and you transplant it out into a large garden. A four by four or either a four by two is plenty of space to grow a lot of onion plants for the average person. So if you want to do it that route there, you want to go in there and work it up good, make sure you got plenty of organic matter in your soil and you want to sprinkle your seeds out and get them as even as you can and maybe press them into the soil and cover them just a little bit and keep them wet, wet, wet. And they'll come up now another way you could do it is in the ground same strategy pretty much just mark you off a little bitty smart spot that's got good soil to it good organic matter and grow them in the ground the problem with raised beds in in-ground plant for the home gardener is weed competition mm -hmm. that's the reason our preferred method for the home gardener grow their onions is grow them in a tray now right here what we have is a 338 tray and it's 338 because there's 338 cells in this tray right here and it is ideal for growing onions because it's kind of small onions love a little small root ball there so that their roots can reach out there hit the edge of it and they're fairly confined they don't do as well in the 162 so a 338 is the preferred cell tray for onions we got a bottom tray right here that we're going to use and this one's busted in shipping they don't come like that y'all <laughs> this one's busted in shipping so we get to use it around here now i've got regular pot and soil seed starting mix in there and i've wet it a couple of times earlier today so that'd be nice and moist and then what you would do is you would come here and take your little finger and what mama hoss mash it down just a little bit mash mash do a little small indention there now we're probably not going to get all this one planted today, but let's plant a few of them in there and give people an idea how they need to do it. All right, so once you do that, you want to start thinking about planting your onions. And we're going to cover these up with perlite just like we do everything else. The only thing we use vermiculite on is uh, seedless watermelons. We use perlite on everything else. If you don't have perlite, you can just use some extra pot and soil, be fine there. Let me get through this right here. That'll probably be enough for us to handle today, what you think. Mm -hmm. All right, on these onions, if you grow them in trays or either you grow them in ground, you're probably looking at about eight weeks minimum. 
Now the good thing about onion plants is they hold really well in the tray. So let's just say you planted them way earlier or you're eight weeks into them and they're ready to transplant, but you can't get to them, don't sweat it. They'll hold for weeks in one of these trays right here. They're very forgiving on that part, unlike some of the other plants that we grow. So that's the good thing about onions. Now, let's talk about what kind you want to plant. Of course, we want to plant short day onions. Now we've got about 18 varieties of short day onions on our website. We're out of stock on one or two of them. And I'm not going to talk about all of them today, but I am going to talk about a few of them. A few of our most popular ones. And then, as I hand them to you, Mom Hoss, you can plant them. Okay, what we got first? Well, let's do, uh, let's do plethora first. Now plethora, Let's, let me tell you what, let's stay on my list here. If we don't, I'm going to get the uh, sidetrack. Yeah, let me stay on my list right here. Sweet Agent, right there. Okay. That's going to be our first one. Let's plant, well, you want to plant two rows of each? Okay, let's plant two rows of each of these right here. Now, Sweet Agent is a hybrid variety. It is a flat onion. It is an early maturing onion. Uh, there's a lot of choices you can make with these onions. Show everybody what those seed size look like. They're not real small and they're not round, they're little. Pointy. Pointy. And they're normally always black. Now if you get more than one in your tray, don't sweat it a whole lot. You can always go in there and thin them out. In fact, sometimes I'll do them two on purpose, sir. And when these things come up, they'll be just a little green leaf. Speaking of that, my sour that we planted on the show is coming up. And you know what it looks like when it comes up? What? Just like onions. You should have brought it in here. I should have. It takes a while for that sour to germinate. And it's going to take a little bit for your onions to germinate as well. But just be patient with them. Now, one thing I will tell you on all these trays is we got them on this bottom tray here. But ideally what you want, because whoop, let me get right here. I don't think I will be short. But if you'll look underneath this tray right here, it'll have a hole, a drainage hole underneath that. We don't want that drainage hole sitting directly down on the bottom tray. So what you want to do is take you anything that'll get it a little bit off from the bottom of that bottom tray there so it has room to drain out. If you set it directly in that bottom tray, it's out to not drain. Therefore, you can have some disease problems. You can use a, a bowl. You can use it about anything, just kind of get a little bit, maybe a half inch or three quarters of an inch off the bottom of that so those holes are open there. All right, so far. Now this so far is the one that we've got plants for. This is probably my favorite red onion right here. Yes. What's good about so far. That's what those red ones up yep, are. That's exactly right, right there is uh, they got it's an early onion, so you expect it to uh, mature out as quick as any of them will, but it's, it's resistant to bolt. And what that means is when it gets hot out there, you know, and they put that seed head on, these are going to resist that a little bit more than some of the other varieties right here. Now, I will say so far it has stored extremely well from us. You see, we still got one there from last year's crop. I cooked one last night, so we still have those. They store really well. Sometimes they make a little kind of an oblong. It's not like a flat onion. It's more of a, it's not even round, but more oblong, kind of like what this one is, is what I've noticed with them. Very good for cooking. And they have that sweet flavor to them that we love with the sweet onions. That's what was in here. Was 
was the was so that far. yep it also has what we call pink root resistance so it does have some resistance to it as far as disease control goes all right for you folks out there in texas we got texas grano 502 which is going to be one of two of the texas varieties i'm going to talk about today a lot of onions has grown out in texas out there and they've done their fair share with development of onion varieties over the years now this is a white onion unlike some of the other onions that we grow most of the other onions we grow are yellow onions this is a white onion and it is an open pollinated so if you wanted to you could save the seeds for it and this probably known for great flavor as much as any other varieties are is the grano 502 so it's a good all-around onion there it is not a vidalia approved variety so if you're in the georgia area you may want to go with one of the other ones but if you're in texas or out toward texas you're going to love that texas grano 502 and here's one first georgia folks savannah sweet onion this is one that we've actually grown plants for a couple times uh, this is a variety that a plethora I've probably grown more than this one I've grown this one probably second the most it is a Vidalia approved variety um, it is a hybrid it has one of those flat do you know what I'm talking about those flatted onions mm -hmm. it is a flatted onion it makes a pretty good size onion of course it's known for its sweet flavor and with a name like Savannah Sweet it's going to have to be good so is there anything on these seeds nope. or they're just all black? They're all black. They're, they're what we call raw seeds. Very seldom do we see the onion seeds treated or pelletized for that matter. And onion seeds normally, folks, store pretty good. So if you got some that you don't use, you can put them in the refrigerator in a Ziploc bag and they should last two or three years easy. All right, which one you want? Savannah Sweet. My favorite variety right here, folks, is Plethora. Plethora is probably the biggest jumbo variety that we sell as a short day variety. It's a yellow type onion, Grand X type. It is slightly flattened, not near as much as what Savannah uh, Sweet is. And it's not one of those globe type. Some of the ones are globe type. Nowadays, we're completely round. This one is slightly flattened right here. And I like it because it's a big onion. Of course, it's got good flavor to it, but it's, it's a big onion. I don't know why we love to grow big onions. But we always want to grow a big onion. So I know, and sometimes in my dishes, I just need a small onion. You just need a small onion. Are there onions that are just small? Some of them are smaller than others. Now, if you want a smaller onion, that's not the one to plant right there. That's going to be the biggest onion we sell. So That's a good bragging onion. How about that? Brag about how big your onions is. You're doing a wonderful job there. Thank you. You ain't getting them mixed up none, are you? Well, I don't think so. Okay. Next one is going to be the most popular variety that we sell. 1015Y Super Sweet Onion right here. Known as a great eating variety right there. It is a old variety and it was developed by Texas A&M. Now this variety right here is going to take a little bit longer to mature than some of the rest of them. So if you plant this one with some of these other red type varieties here, the red ones may, get, may mature out a week or 10 days before this one will. This is what we're gonna call a mid-matured variety. So it's gonna take a little bit longer, 115 days. Texas Super Sweet Onion 1015. 
and that is the most popular variety. We, we sell more of those when we do any so, which is interesting to me because I didn't think we would, but we do. Why do you think? I just think it's got really good name recognition, and it is a, it is a good eating onion. Oops. And our Texas folks love to plant and grow onions. All right, the last one right here is going to be red Creole onion. This is our second one of the red onions that we've profiled today. The other one's so far. I like so far because I like a sweet onion. If you want one that's got a little more pungent flavor to bite it, to it, bite to it, you're going to want to plant red Creole onion. You know, it reminds you of the Louisiana folks, don't it? Well, this is a little more spicier of an onion. Days of maturity is 110 days. So according to the paperwork, this one's going to mature out about five to ten days quicker than that uh, 10, 15 that you just planted there. And this is going to be a good one if you'd like to do some of those spicier dishes. You want to plant red creole. I don't think I've ever grown red creole. I may have. It is an heirloom, so you can, you know, if you wanted to, you could save the seeds off of it. Save the seeds off onions is a little bit of a technique because you got to let them. Have you ever done that? No, I've not because you got to let that thing bolt all the way out and let it dry. And when you do that, you lose your onion. You lose your onion. So I've never done that. So there is seven varieties. We got 18 on the website. Some of them are white. Some of them are more round. I think we got duster. We got cougar. Got several more varieties. Those are our top seven right there. So look through them, through them, find out which one suits you best, suits your flavor profile. And, and which one is right for your area? Well, they all pretty much should be right for zone eight. All these are short days I'm talking about. Oh, I know, but the other one's on your website. Oh, those are the long day. And the long day and the intermediate day are, you can, over there on the left-hand side, there's a filter over there, you can filter those out. But we got 18 short day types. All right, so you got them planted. What do you want to do next, Mama Hoss? Put some perlite on them. Dust them in with some perlite. I'm gonna let you do that because it's gonna make me cough. I know. Yeah, just take your hand, kind of spread them out there. Perlite is gonna be the way to go. They're going to come through a little bit quicker than they would soil. But let me tell you, I've grown a many of them just through soil. So don't sweat it if you ain't got the perlite. All right, so there you have it. That is the way you plant them. Now, what do you do after you plant them? I don't think you're going to need a heat mat this time of year, especially if you're growing outside. And if you're growing in a cold room, maybe. We're going to put these in the greenhouse, so I'm not going to use a heat mat. I've got plenty of heat if these onions germinated. So we're going to keep them watered with a misting head uh, for the first few days, no fertilizer. And once these things come up and we get a good stand of all these onions, then we're going to start fertilizing. Our fertilizer schedule can go two different ways. Of course, we love to use a liquid because liquid is a lot easier. We got the Dr. Joe's here that's got a little tablet in there you can use with a watering can. You can put one to two of these. I would start out with one tablet per gallon and then as my onions got on up, I would double my rate. And uh, that's gonna give good fertility to your onions. I would do this at least once a week, maybe sometimes more than that. Another way to do it is use our hose siphon injector. <coughs> I knew it was gonna make me cough. And use our 20-20-20.
Now, the only thing I use get my onion plants growing is either I'm going to go with the 20, 20, 20, or I'm going to go with this method. At this point, growing the plants, you don't need to be worried about them on your sulfate. That's going to come after you transplant them into the ground. So even if I'm using the 20, 20, 20, about every seven days, may pop it up a little bit more, maybe every five days. Once they get up and start growing, I want to hit them hard and I want to grow them out. I don't want to burn them, but yet I want that plant to have plenty of food to grow. When that plant gets up about six inches, we want to come in there and clip them back three inches. You want to do that with some scissors. And every time, every time they pop back up, you want to cut them off. What that does is stress that bulb and makes that bulb get bigger. If you don't do that, you're going to end up after eight to ten weeks having a little bitty bulb there and a lot of foliage, which we don't want. So you want to do that every time it pops up cut it off. You don't want to go too low into the crown of the plant. You can cause some damage there. The commercial guys in the greenhouse have got a lawnmower, a push lawnmower, that they have rigged up on this railing system. And they got a rope that they pull that lawnmower across there and it comes across there and cuts mm -hmm. the tops off. We'll have to bring this back when that needs cutting and mm -hmm. show, show everybody how to do it. Now I know 338 plants is a lot. You may end up not getting that many normal Waste on a tray like this is about 10%. That gives you 300 plants. Share them with a neighbor if if, uh, if that's too many for you to need. Rather. You never have too many onions. Never have too many onions and always share with somebody else. So grow your own onion plants. It's fun. It's a good way to do it. But if you don't want to, don't we have credit. transplants on our website now for pre-order. Yep. What we've used today is our 338 tray, our bottom tray, our sun grow pot and mix there. We used our seeds, we used garden markers, we've used everything we use we have on the site for sale. Mm -hmm. And then we help you out with your fertilizers as you get going there. This only used with a watering can. All right. You want to talk about those onions or not? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That, that uh, cornbread gave me amnesia. All right, I got a couple things I want to talk about right here real quick, and we'll move on to some giveaways. It's that time of the year when we need to start talking about multiplying onions. This is going to be on my agenda the rest of the week. This is my Tom Multiplying Onions. If you've been following along, we've been developing this one for quite a while now. I'm going to be planting these this week. I know, September, right? But I have found over the years they do really good transplanting them out in September. So I'm going to get my plot ready and get these out this week. Now, so you plant one, you just tear them apart and plant them just like that right there. And I plant and then them about they'll this make thing. a big bunch like this. Right. And as soon as they get the green tops on them, I, we like to start eating. Oh, yeah. So we'll um, pull it up and then plant one back. All right, so I got these right here from a lady in Texas, folks. This is a new multiplying onion that's new to me, and it's called I'm gonna mess this up. It's called what? It's got a really weird name to it. Spell it. You can't spell I it. I can't either. even spell it, it's how bad it is. Maybe According like to the pronunciation, it goes E2. E2. That's E2. E E T O O. E2. 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 You had to do it quick. E2. <laughs> you it's, can't make it have five syllables. No, you can't. But it's multiplying onions, real similar to that one right there. I think these may have been harvested before then. That's the reason they're a little bit smaller. But you just break them away like that right there. And you can tell these are already sprouting out right they're there. They're going to be red. 
They're going to be red, which is unusual. Now, I've been told, because I've never grown these before, my first year too, that they are real similar. I know the growth habit is just like the tom onions, but they're red. So they add a little bit of splash to your dishes right there. Now, folks, these things are a limited supply. I've got some, and we're going to have them on the website for sale. We're not going to have that many of them. I've probably got enough to cover 100 orders. Maybe a little bit more than that on the tom onions. But this is one thing I will tell you. We're going to have these for sale. If they're not on the site now, they'll be on the site for a day or two, so don't, don't sweat. Make sure that you save these and save your seed stock because you never know when I'm not going to be able to get any more of them or either we're going to have a crop failure and we're not going to be able to offer them to you anymore. So make certain that you save these, save your seed stock from year to year and make sure you share them with somebody else and keep these things going. I would hate to see them go by the wayside these almost did by the time we got got a hold of some of them. We're trying to bring them back and keep them uh, keep them going. But by all means, make sure you save your seeds from year to year and enjoy them and share them with people that have a lot minded like you that like to grow things. So in case you have a failure, you can depend on them. We're going to sell these in, I think, 14s and 15s. You're not going to get that many of them, but you don't need that many of them. After a couple of years, you'll be able to share them with your friends and family. All right. All right. Ready? Garden I'm ready. Spotlight? Ready. This one is just awesome. Let me find my notes. What I do. In Mississippi. In Mississippi, Ann Wagner, Zone 8A, and she has salt and roast sunflowers, oh, and that. she's harvesting them because salt and roast is one you can eat the seeds. That's cool. Look, Look how them. big they are. They are. That's awesome, right there. Yeah, keep going. Okay, I got coming up on that one. Look at those. Man, look how she laid them out there. I think she's letting them dry. She's letting them dry, and hmm. uh, maybe she can send us some instructions on how she does this. Look there, there they are, right there, folks. Ain't they pretty? Mm -hmm. Get another picture here. So thank you, Ann, for sending that. We have a lot of people call. And here looks like after she harvests yeah, them. Yeah, after she harvests them. Want to know which of our sunflowers can you harvest? Because not all of them. Lend theirself to be a yes. But salt. salt and roast is a variety that, that is does. That is the one you want to go with there. All right, on the old goat drama, folks, if you don't know, never watched the show before, there's an old goat on set somewhere. You find the figurine, put it in the comments below. Next week we do a draw and we send you a Get Dirty Pair of Socks. Now we gave some of these away at the uh, Pedals to the Pass. Besides that, the only way you will ever be able to get a pair of Get Dirty Socks. <laughs> Is by winning the old goat. Draw. We know everybody wants some get dirty yeah, socks. Yeah, so you know you want to wear a pair of get dirty socks around with your shorts on and let those get dirty socks be seen out where it was church. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, and the winner is Joanne Stafford. Joanne, you are the lucky winner this week. Send us your information to CustServe at HossTools.com. Joanne Stafford. We'll get you a pair of those socks in that. We got two different sizes. We got large and small. And small. So most people wear large. If you if you want a small. Well, most of the women we've been sending the small. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Just tell us what size you want when you uh, send in your information, and we'll get them out to you. All right, folks. So we still got garlic. 
Uh, I was hoping garlic be in by tomorrow, but I'm not sure. We got some of it in by, but next week we should be shipping all the garlic out. So we still have some for sale. We've got one variety that's organic, certified organic, and it is German white. That's probably the one we have the most supply on. The others been selling that quick. We've already sold out of probably half of them. And we're not getting any more in. Garlic's going to be a little tight this year. So you want to go ahead and get what garlic you can get. Make sure that you have it when it comes in. We can ship it to you. Put it in the refrigerator a couple weeks before you plant it. Get it stratified. When you put it in the ground, it'll go ahead and sprout come up. Also, strawberries. Chandler strawberries. 50 flat to the tray. And I know you what you're thinking. I don't need no 50 strawberry plants. Well, split an order with your cousin. Or your gardening buddy. Split order somebody if you just need 25. It's going to help a lot with the shipping. We can't ship them less than 50. They come in at 50 to the tray. Our boxes are made for that. And that's just the way we have to ship them. So split an order if you don't want 50 tray. Well, I normally plant. I thought I planted 50 last year. I normally plant about 50. No, I think you and I split a Oh, tray. did we? Okay. I know the year before last I planted 50. Chandler strawberry, the sweetest strawberry variety for the home gardener out there. Boom, hands down. So you want to get your order in for those. Those are moving quick. And we just started the onion. Speaking of onions, we just started onion plant pre-sales. So if you don't want to go through this right here and you want to go ahead and buy your onion plants, we're going to be shipping those in November. So we've got shipping all, in October. No, shipping in November. Ooh, I've been telling people wrong. Yeah, November on this right here. October for strawberries. Okay. So yeah. There we go. We got all kinds of things going on, folks. Thank you for joining us. And by all means, it's time for you to get outside and get those hands dirty. Mm -hmm.